I really wish Matthew McConaughey would just release an all bongos album. I just want a Matthew McConaughey percussion solo album. Anyway, hi folks. Welcome to Is This Music? (laughs) This is that music. (laughs) This is Joe. Uh, Charles Ann is unfortunately not able to record with us today, but a good friend of mine, L. David Hessler, is with us. He's an author, musician, actor, writer, just artist extraordinaire. I love this guy. And uh, so we're going to bullshit about music today. Thanks, Joe. Hi, how are you doing? fantastic i wasn't expecting an actor to be thrown in there that's that took me by surprise but thank you yeah well i mean i think honestly that's probably the first artistic capacity in which i knew you i think that's true yeah 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 yeah, for sure we went to high school together but i don't recall i don't think i actually knew you until after i was gone because you were an acquaintance of my brother right yeah you I think I met I met you through your brother and then through one of our other friends. It was like the summer after my senior year. I really got to hang out with you. Yeah, and we've known each other for damn near 20 years. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your kind of musician uh, bona fides. <laughs> um, well, I have... Uh, I come from a, a family of kind of uh, regional rockers. My my dad and brother were in a band. My dad was in in uh, in a band in some capacity for like thirty years um, as a drummer, and then my brother was in one of his bands when I was a kid. And I picked up music from them. I would play drums in the shed and uh, picked up guitar from my brother. And I've been doing some home studio recording for about seventeen, eighteen years now on top of uh, writing fiction, doing art, doing podcasts. So I tend to be more in the heavier, louder variety of music. So we'll see how, how this conversation goes today. But I'm excited to, to listen to some music or things not, that not music, not music. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, one of your major influences was Alice in Chains. Yes. Yes. I was actually just listening to Alice in Chains before I... I sat down to, to to talk with you today. <laughs> Some things do not change. <laughs> do you like their new stuff? I definitely do. Okay. Uh, Rainier, um, yeah, their their newest album is has been on has been in. I have a CD player in my car. Uh, I'm one of the only people I know that still listens to a CD on a regular basis, and it's been in my car since I since I purchased it. I sent you. A couple days ago, a list of some new music that I had been looking at. Did you listen to any of those? I did, and I was... Can I just say, one, I'm very disappointed that this isn't the episode where we talk about Childish Gambino and This Is America, because that would be super fun right now. And the the music that that I listened to, just spoiler alert, it made me feel very old, Joe. It made me feel really old (laughs) honestly i think that's kind of a guiding star of this (laughs) podcast (laughs) is that part of it is lack of exposure for me earlier in life but mainly i also just i've never fully engaged with pop culture and so like whatever's new and coming out now i'm like i don't understand i don't have the tools to understand this i feel old (laughs) But uh, we can talk about This Is America. Um, uh, no, no. I mean, well, I mean, I mean is, well, that, is that a favorite of yours? 
Yes. I think it's one of the best tracks to have come out in like the past five or six years. Yeah. Um, if not longer, but, and, and uh, I can agree with that without, uh, without even being necessarily uh, a fan of rap or hip hop. Normally that genre kind of is a turn off at least on its face to me, but that song and then coupled with that video was so yeah. damn powerful. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the, it was one of the first times I've ever heard a song and seen a video, and then felt I was compelled to to seek out other people who I knew were into music, and if they hadn't seen it and hadn't heard it, like force them to sit down and like pull it up on their phone or grab a computer or whatever, and and watch it like three or four times in a row, and then like sit and talk about it for a while, just like get first reactions. That was, um, yeah, that to, to me. That is definitely music. That's like, and that's beyond music. That's, uh, that is a kind of art that is super powerful. That was a big favorite for, for Charlie and me as well. Enjoyed all around. But also very timely considering it's been like almost a year, but just felt like I needed to. Well, yeah. I mean, part of the, part of the power of the song is it's not going to lose relevance at any considerable speed. It's, yeah. It's the song of, potentially a generation exactly so let's talk about the sweet but psycho real quick so is that coming through all right on your end yeah yeah definitely so what what were your thoughts on this so the and I feel like this is a theme that kind of runs through a lot of the music that I listened to for the episode. But my first thought was as soon as the, the beat came in, was that I just felt like I had heard it before. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it is very um, familiar pop to me. Like it's just, it's, it's something that's just been in, been in the music culture for decades, just tweaked here and there. Um, I couldn't connect with this one lyrically at all, and I, I. Yeah, like I don't necessarily know what story she's telling. Yes, I I was I was confused. I didn't know if I didn't know if she was talking about because I try not to watch the video. Just try to listen to the music. Yeah. Um. I didn't know if it was about her, if it was about somebody else, if it's just about the listener. And whether Sweet But Psycho was a was a positive, like... Yeah, like, it's not clear, is this a hero, a villain, what is happening to them? Yeah, is she Sweet But Psycho and she's gonna kick ass for good, or is she Sweet But Psycho and... You better run for your life. I'm looking up the, the other... lyrics real quick. Just keep going, though. Well, the, and the other thing is it just... Again, this is kind of a thread for me, but... It just feels... It gets... It's at a, at a single level. It just feels like it's at that level for the whole, whatever, three minutes or whatever, however long it is. I say, is it has somewhat of a break here but 
<laughs> but it emotionally it feels like it's just kind of like just riding a just cruising just cruising along the same same level yeah there's uh, no emotional arc to yeah. the music I mean okay like we were saying we we're kind of confused by the lyrics or not getting a story from the lyrics but musically eat there's nothing there either. It's just like yeah. they picked one happy tone and are, are coasting with that through the whole song. Which, I mean, I guess that's part of, I guess, part of modern music culture, I guess, if you want to get into it. Like, it's a lot of people want that just kind of bubblegum music or that popcorn music that they can just have in the background yeah. and not not really think about um, and have kind of a an abstract or vague theme, but is not like super deep or super complex but i'm that's i'm just not i'm not interested in that kind of yeah i need something a little more than can i dance to it which usually that's <laughs> if the answer is yes then i'm like then i then i don't need it <laughs> the, yeah then i don't need to listen to this it's like if a child will will happily eat candy for every meal if it was given the opportunity but that where, where am I going with that, Joe? It's a me- it's, it's an inter- it's a metaphor like well I, I don't, although it kind of set, it sets up kind of a um I all my vocabulary is gone kind of a, 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 and I don't I don't take offense at this when it's leveled at me but a kind of elitist thing where like a, a, <laughs> a gatekeeper of culture has to tell you know, parent you through like don't eat the candy don't listen yeah. to the pop music yeah I mean. I, 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 that's kind of what this podcast is. <laughs> Don't listen to shitty music. Listen to the music we approve of. Yeah. The stuff that we give the stamp to. Yeah. Yes. Being able to co-host with you for this episode is interesting in that I recently went to a pop, I went to a Kelly Clarkson concert and I was not expecting, I wasn't really expecting to enjoy it that much. Although I know that music in a live venue is different. Uh, is, it's much different than hearing it on the radio. But I got caught up in in an energy that I've never experienced before at that concert uh, with just an, an enormous crowd of, of listeners feeling positive energy. Uh, give or take, like, whatever the song was, you know, you may not like, I, I wasn't a particular fan of the song, but the being there and seeing these other people really enjoying the song was kind of eye-opening for me who I like I have had this like elitist sensibility when it comes to music and that like that really kind of broke my brain for a few days it was just a, it was a very new experience for me and then you asked me to to come on so it's I'm I'm battling this like this newfound sense of like okay so people can enjoy this for what it is to them <laughs> you know <laughs> look at all these plebes enjoying <laughs> exactly i don't know that that's a great perspective for me to have apparently my brain is changing well and and i understand that one of the motivations for me to to keep doing this like if, at first it was just a gag to complain about earworms that got stuck in my head at work but like I, yes. want, I wanted to grow it into something else because like i do feel challenged i i do feel old like you were saying and i do feel like i i, I should grow here because i have closed myself off for so long yeah. um i hate to say it, this is a journey but <laughs> you know <laughs> this this is me trying to grow and change you know 
Right. Kind of taking it back to this to the song that we're listening to, the Sweet But Psycho. It's just I I have a hard time imagining a track like that being kind of pulled out and broken apart into something that's that has depth for like a live performance. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it was just a a dance beat and a super simple melody. Exactly. I don't know how you're going to liven that up. Uh, do you want to listen to Black Balloons real quick? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, yes, this is one where I felt torn. Why is that? I musically, I really, well, not really, but musically, I, I, I appreciated this. There's definitely, there's a lot more passion all around in this song that I can get into. As compared uh, to the previous entry? Yes, okay. yes. Um, more emotional depth, more... I feel like there's... There might be some more depth to the lyrics. But then at the same time, it... Again, it just stays at this one... This one thing. Does this one thing over and over again. I don't know. I mean, I guess I understand what you mean. I, I, it's just enough different. Enough. It's just different enough. Different enough, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just genuine on so many more levels that even if it's yeah. not... Yeah. If it's not even if it's not much more complex than the last song, I I could I could I could listen to this. I I would yes. would choose to listen to this. Yeah. Um, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, I I feel the same way. Like when you started playing it, I, I like I'm familiar with both songs, and I immediately was more like into just listening to this one. Um. I wouldn't, you know, if if the, between the two, like if the first one popped up on the radio, I would, I would definitely change the channel. This <laughs> one, I would, I would stick around. Yeah, yeah. I want to find out where this groove is going, even if it doesn't ultimately go anywhere. It is really pleasant, you know, to go nowhere with somebody, and it doesn't even necessarily feel like nowhere because he's. I mean, I haven't done any kind of lyrical analysis, but like right. I, I trust that what I'm hearing is a story, even if I'm not like, even if it's only subconscious at first listening. Whereas the Ava Max one, I just don't fucking care. Like, you, she yeah. could not make me care about what she, whatever she's singing about. Yeah, it it would be like being invited to two parties, and one party is serving like, oh man. Man, I'm making some weird metaphors, Joe. <laughs> God, what the hell? 
like one party is serving, I don't know, hot dogs and popcorn, and the other party is serving like grilled steaks and maybe has some like two or three different flavors of punch. Why are my parties like total like <laughs> would anyone go to either one of those parties? <laughs> Come on. FYI, don't let Luke plan your parties for you. Dude, that a... seven day layer dip was <laughs> that was every, all <laughs> you could talk about. <laughs> that's that's the ultimate party. It goes hot dogs and popcorn, steaks and punch, seven layer dip. <laughs> And then <laughs> you can't go beyond that. Do you know much about either one of those artists? Uh, a little, slightly more about him than her. Uh, mainly because I don't give a shit about her or her sound. He, I was like, okay, I, I want to know a little more. Like, are you are you are you named after Denzel Washington, or is this just because this is a more common name? Are you related to Tim Curry? No, well, you're right. But he was like Haitian. Yeah, I All saw. Right. Actually, in the one the video we just that I just played, what he was in Australia, and that was like for a live session for like a radio station or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really know like his politics or anything. Although I have an inkling because in that same session he they did a cover of a Rage Against the Machine song, and he knocked it out of the park. Really? Yeah, it was uh, Bulls on Parade, which great like protest song. So like I kind of understand yeah. you know where he may be coming from as a thirty something. Saying like, yeah, like my my musical tastes are have like just started broadening. Like that's a that feels like a weird thing to say. There's that that kind of rule of thumb of like your musical tastes get locked in well before thirty five yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, like you, I'm finding that I'm trying to crack that back open. Yeah, and and intentionally challenge myself. And I I don't want to like let myself go in a direction where I'm just going to sour and become smaller. Like I want to be more right. all encompassing, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm like I I need to challenge myself to to understand and appreciate things that for for which I'm not the target audience, but which are full of as much truth and or passion and art as anything I would otherwise choose to listen to. Right, right. <laughs> okay, let's pick one more of these. I know I did the Cage the Elephant song. And then was Bring Me the Horizon was just a like a standard metal act, right? I think, yeah, I think it was like a... You know, speaking of um, Some people are a lot like clouds, you know. imagery and, uh, and audio not necessarily gelling, um, I, can, I, can I throw out a band... Can I like mention a, a band, even though we're not really going to listen to them? Yeah, or we can circle back and listen to them if we need to. Uh, the band Contrast, it's a, a metal band. They're a Polish metal band. Uh-huh. I accidentally discovered them like on YouTube a couple of years ago and then got really obsessed with them. Their band, or their song, um, Bomba, is uh, kind of a work of genius. Um, the video or the video is I don't you may give or take the the song but give or take you, you might like the song you might not like the song but the the imagery is all like Lederhosen it looks like a, a tour it's made to look like maybe a tourism video for uh, <laughs> for Poland it's yeah. very lo-fi and very like everyone's not energetic but the music is definitely energetic uh, it's all done on purpose. It was the song that got me into the band, but I highly recommend that video. I'll I'll definitely have to look at that. 
Yeah, I like it. If if incongruity is used well, it can be really funny, and that's when I like it. But yeah, in the case of Cage of the Elephant, ready to go, I'm like, what? What is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just I I think with our audio issues, you couldn't necessarily hear. I was playing a little bit of the Bring Me the Horizon one uh, for a second there. I'm like, oh no, I didn't hear it. Yeah, nah. And I'm like, oh yeah, this song not moving me um was it was it it was the one like i don't again i don't know if if you if you ignored the video or if you saw it but there was it was like all cgi heads with worms coming out of them and, yes yeah. yes yeah yeah but yeah the, the music is not really moving no me. i yeah I, I saw a moment of the video and immediately thought, oh, this is like a tool video or something. And uh, and then put my earbuds in and it was it was not that at all. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like there are Yeah, it's I, boring. So that break right before or that bridge right before the the chorus there, yeah. like that that I meet every time I've heard it, I think oh this is about to be um Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. Yeah. Uh, it, I also, I just feel like this belong. there should be a genre of music that's just like commercial pop. Like for, like not, not commercially pop, but like for commercials. This would be good. Yeah. Like behind some, footage of a, like a car driving down a highway or someone walking down the street. Yeah. It, and that's I'm I'm not a huge hipster hater, but musically often I am. Like if you start talking about Mumford and Sons, I want to kick you in the teeth, sort of thing. <laughs> and this is definitely that category of like this is commercial, not in the sense of just commercially successful, but like specifically yeah. advertising commercial. Like this is for selling cars, like you're saying. Yes. I'm just so fucking bored with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Enter the ear. Uh, <laughs> my my note on the first one starts with this city blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I hate that song here's the deal yeah I, I feel like I in general I'm a pretty like I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy maybe I'm not I don't know but I try to be like a nice guy to people but when it comes to music I turn into a total dick <laughs> you know I, it's what I, I think like we already tossed around some words like elitist or whatever, but it's like we're we're discerning gentlemen of fine taste. <laughs> At least that's 
that's yes. We we wax our mustaches. Mustache. Yeah, no, it's it's the only way I can think about it. Otherwise, I have to come to grips with what a dick I am. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what's what's going on with this fucking song? So the, I feel like this song was birthed with the the sole purpose of being placed in a Grey's Anatomy episode. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's meant to be the during the montage and like the last five minutes, like just right after everything's been wrapped up and everyone's kind of happy about things. Yeah. Or you had a hard episode for 15 minutes, but before 22 minutes is up, we need to bring you back around. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just watched somebody die on a gurney, but now people are having drinks at a bar and everything's cool. The whole fiddle... Yeah. The fiddle thing, like... I, I don't know. I felt like after Yellow Card forever ago we were kind of done with that experiment this does not this did not exceed those heights which yeah. were barely speed bumps like yeah it it does very little for me except burrow itself into my ears and not yeah. want to leave yeah, no, I just, I, I couldn't find any redeeming qualities. This one. What the fuck? Which one was this? Uh, Faster by Matt Nathanson. Okay. Ugh. Oh, it's a George Michael cover. Oh, is it? Oh. No, oh, no, okay. no. It, it just feels like it recycles the, the guitar riff from Faith. It do, okay, yeah, yeah. And then like leans into that rhythm for the rest of the song and just like adds horns. See, yeah. When your when your verses and your choruses are using the same rhythms and only louder and like with a few more instruments like that's not I feel like that's not acceptable yeah well it's just lazy song construction yeah I mean there's not not a lot of not a lot of melody really aside from the vocal and I, I get that's a pop thing too is that they yeah tend to let everything be percussive which shouldn't necessarily be bad but it can be boring right um but yeah this is well and i i feel like this lives in the same genre as the other one it like it just and maybe that's okay maybe songs maybe some songs are just meant to uh exist in episodes of gray's anatomy or <laughs> or whatever the the latest you know yeah, I don't know what's on TV. Uh, or like a CW show. Yeah. Like, like that's just, that is a genre of music now. Like I, I think this is one level worse in that it's like, mmm, sexy times. But you're like, no, how, how, in what way? Like, this guy <laughs> yeah. is a fucking douche. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, I, like I, the forced sexuality and like in a. I don't think it's like a tack on or an add. On. I I think it's just like th- if this is your approach, I. I mean, good luck, good good on you if it's working for you. But like, I know I couldn't pull that off, and I don't I don't understand the appeal. My imagination is not that. Oh, this is going to bring the ladies screaming and running. They're going to yeah. be like, "What's that guy doing?" You know. <laughs> I think my my biggest problem. I mean, I've heard this song on repeat for three years. When I first became aware of it. I refer to it as the rattle my bones song because there's he's got some stupid line. The, the metaphor makes no sense. Like there's all kinds of metaphors you can make when you're talking about love or attraction or like just any of that. Right. But that one, I'm like, what are you doing? I try to keep up on, on pop culture and music. Like that's one of the most powerful things that's happened to me in the past five or six years is Spotify and the ability to just to virtually like go to the music store and find it and find new music. Mm hmm. So like I try to, I try, I try to listen to new stuff like or to listen to more mainstream. I listen to new stuff all the time, but I try to get outside of my box, outside of my genre, once in a while, and I just, I, I have a hard time liking most of it. Yeah, I, and, and I so then I don't, then I don't listen, and then I, I'm not aware. Like I don't even know who, I don't know who this guy is, which is not a dig on him, like. He's making money. Well, that's good, I guess. But <laughs> but I hate how he's doing it. But, but I, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I looked up the line. Uh, the, the the lyrics just look obnoxious. It's like, okay, the, the metaphor, because it's real, um, you know, you make my heart beat faster. Okay, fine. That belongs, belongs in a love song. But right. the one where he's like, you own me and you rattle my bones. I'm like, the fuck does that mean? I mean, that is a really weird line. You own me? Yeah, it says you own me. You own. You rattle my bones. You turn me over till I can't control myself. Like, make me a liar. One big disaster. You make my heart beat faster. What? It's just all kinds of shit mixed up. Yeah. And it's it's not compelling when you hear it. It's not compelling when you read it. It's just like I threw some words over <laughs> here. Kiss me. Like no. <laughs> No, I'm not not going to, dude. I think I'd listen to your version of it more than I'd listen to his version. Well, then I'm going to have to record one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to record some some CW music. I hated this one so much. The, the Clockwork by Eastern yeah, yeah. Corbin. Like it's I normally won't cover a country on here cuz I just can't stand it, but I have to I I have to try to crack the riddle of this fucking song. What is this? So, it's in the first 10 seconds, country as fuck. Yeah. Like, if your... If your if your guitar tone has a has a twang. <laughs> right, well, and it's... It's like... It's new country, as in, like, in you country, yeah. like, new metal. Like, it's... Where is your umlaut? I do not see you. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, the first time I heard it, I was like, is some idiot covering a taylor swift song i don't know if it's a cover or if it's actually his but either way it's obnoxious it's so listening to it right now in this fashion 
reinforces my initial thought even more. It sounds like music you would hear while, like, when you're on hold with a company on the phone. And you're like, oh, did I call Texas? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to hang up. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm living in the South now, and I can't stand it. Like, well, I was born in Texas, so yeah. I I can't. Yeah, yeah. It just it's my my. It's just background music. Like it's even more so than than the others to me. It's just there's something about it. It's it's that familiarity that I mentioned with the first song. Like it's it it plays on that notion that like I've heard this before, so this is comfortable. I can just sit back and listen to this because. Uh, that's what somebody wants me to do. I, I, so I guess I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna listen to this. I mean, for no reason. It's again, it's supposed to be kind of like mm, sexy times, but I'm not getting that. This to me it's sounds like a... just like that. Uh, oh fuck, what's his name? Uh, this sounds like that Kanye song, the poop de doo doop de dee or whatever. <laughs> This is the country version of a poopty scoop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have to kill it. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I just, I definitely yeah, do feel just... like I was just on hold, and they're like, "Bluebell Mountain Goats, how can I help you, sir?" <laughs> Wait, what? Who did I call? Oh man. I wanted to order a pizza. No, <laughs> no, sir. I'm sorry. This is Bluebell Mountain Goats. What? <laughs> Mountain Goat Rescue. <laughs> what? That's a thing. What is that? What? <laughs> I, I'm I'm not gonna hang up because I gotta know what's happening now. They might be able to sell you a pizza with with bluebell mountain goat cheese, but rescue um, goat cheese, rescue goat cheese, <laughs> rest. So by the way, rescue goat cheese would be a pretty good metal band name. <laughs> oh, oh man. So yeah, I can't listen to that. Yeah, that's. Uh, oh, so I, I pass I, on that one. I meant to ask. I mean, because your wife is a country fan, nominally, right? Had she heard of this guy? Uh, I, I didn't even ask her. I should have. I, I get the feeling that she probably hasn't. She's kind of. She's not as big of a fan of like the modern country stuff. Because um, she just, has taste the, the, as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just. It's the over the past like really 20 years or so in all genres it's uh you've got this push for like your identity is based on the music that you listen to no matter the genre so there's a lot so it's like it's a lifestyle thing yeah and 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 i'm not a fan of that for like any kind of music like i like an eclectic i feel i, I say I, i'm a fan of metal but i i also pride myself in like trying to have an eclectic taste and um the whole like lifestyle dictated by music thing is really a turnoff to me. So I feel like country has really leaned into that and it's a mentality that I'm not into at all. Um, so, and she, neither is she. So yeah, she's, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but no, to answer your question. No, I don't think she knows that much about him. <laughs> <laughs> So it remains a mystery. Cut all that bullshit. Yeah, no, that's all right.
I really enjoy instrumental metal and progressive metal and kind of post metal stuff like Russian circles, explosions in the sky, Pelican, like all like those bands. I, I listen to them a lot while I write. Yeah. Um, and I, I, because I've always been a fan of soundtrack, like uh, yes. cinematic scores. Exactly. And then I, I discovered this genre of very dramatic um, instrumental metal. And so I would use that. I would listen to that while I'm making something. And like one of my books, I, there, there are still, there's are certain scenes that I associate with specific songs um, that I was listening to at the time. Um, but this band falls into that category. Scale the summit. I believe they're from Texas speaking, uh, <laughs> speaking right. of, but the song is called dream 12. It's off of their album. I think it came out in 2017, but they're one of these bands. Like what some of their songs will be, they'll just be strong, like not strong, but they will be high energy right out of the gate. Sometimes they will, um, they'll come in a little softer, uh, very groove driven almost fusion metal to me yeah, and the thing I... sorry this is fine <laughs> I'm yeah. Here. yeah yeah go ahead and the thing i the thing i like about this band is that there's this complexity to the stuff that they're doing to all these grooves and it feels um it feels like all of these gears kind of working like all the teeth kind of working with one another these different elements in the song and then they'll just have kind of uh, this atmospheric break uh, where it's just a, it's almost a different style within the song. Um, and you'll get just these really epic moments within, within a track and then we'll jump right back into what we were doing before. Yeah, so it's like and different I, and, movements and different interludes that sort of yeah. like, it's very classical in that sense. Yeah, yeah, and you, yes, there's a, um, you get the sense of, of, yeah, emotion through through the whole thing. And it, I was thinking about it when I thought about making this recommendation. One of the things that someone could, do you, you know the comedian Paul F. Tompkins? Yeah. Uh, he has a bit, I'm not going to do the bit any justice, but he talks about how people, like, People may not like jazz because the bass player on stage, you think they're going to make like a bow-bow sound and then they make a bow-wow sound and like they wink and nod and laugh at each other on stage and everybody in the audience is like, what's the big deal? I feel like that can maybe some, that kind of, that might apply to this style of music. But, but I guess I I overlooked that because I still really enjoy it. Yeah, no, I'm really digging what I'm hearing here. Um, are you familiar with Animals as Leaders? Yes, I almost yeah yeah I almost yeah. did one of their songs too. Like I they're I mean I know they've been around for a while, but they are a recent discovery for me. Um, really really like what they're doing too but it's like this just in that it's it's very complex and very technical yeah yeah i think i mean i'm as much as i say that i'm into metal there are a lot of subgenres of it that i don't care for and i'm i'm really 
I guess, refining my taste within it. Um, and this is definitely a genre that is moving to the top for me, whereas a lot of stuff's falling behind. Like just as as a as it has grown and you know become harder and more brutal and moved in a certain direction, I'm like, I need the art still to remain. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting being a writer. I've never been a huge fan of lyrics in in songs because for me, like music has always been like soundtrack for something that I'm doing, whether it's like reading comics or reading a book or writing or whatever in general, like I feel like art is what you take from it and like what you get from it. So even like while we're shitting on these songs, I feel like there, you know, there are people that are going to enjoy, enjoy them for what they get from them. You are looking for a particular thing in music and you find it more easily in this genre is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And I think that maybe that applies back to uh, like what we were talking about, the, the difference earlier, the difference between the Ava Max song and the Denzel Curry song. Um, I can look to I'm looking to music for a certain level of enjoyment, and I am getting it so much more from Denzel Curry than from what's her name? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I want to try to find a song that what's that Ava Max does that i can enjoy but i just i'm afraid i'm gonna be hard pressed oh yeah i mean who's got the time for that (laughs) this is the extent of what it's like to give someone a fair shake i mean it doesn't have to be like you know what there are millions of artists out there and i have to listen to every one of their songs to figure out if i really like them it's like (laughs) no sometimes they only get one shot i feel like i i came into this uh being critical but also (laughs) trying to play it safe and be like you know everybody's got their their thing that they can get into like i don't want to make anyone mad i i know even if i was more even if i were extremely fair-minded you're i'm always going to make someone mad but uh part of the the conceit of the show is being the crank right you know i just I'm going to shit on some things here. (laughs) You know what? It it feels good to shit on some things once in a while. I think everybody, everybody needs to take that opportunity. I don't know. I can't remember if I told you thank you at the beginning, at the beginning, but thank you for inviting me. This was fun. I was very nervous, but it was, it was a fun time and I really appreciate the opportunity, man. Yeah, this was, this was excellent. And I, I hope to have you back soon. Like let's do this again in a month or something, you know, for sure. Yeah, I, I would, I would be up for it. This microphone is way too close to the cat box, so all I can smell is shit right now. <laughs> that's mine is too. Our litter box is just like a few steps away, and that's when we know that music is dead. Oh man, I'm making throat noises. <laughs> ra- ra- rather, what am I talking about, Joe? I don't know. I just had a weird thought. <laughs> I don't even know if I should say it out loud. Like at a concert, why? No, I can't even say it. It's weird, Joe. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I don't know what you're not going to say, so I'm just going to keep poking you. Just keep... <laughs> Somewhere, uh, his spidey sense is tingling. I don't know. What the yeah, fuck? Okay. Yeah, there we go. All, all, right. all that's getting cut out. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, here, you wear these two strings and go shake your booty while the music's going, happy, happy, blah, 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 happy, happy, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just, okay. What's fo- he... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
<laughs> so I'm turned off. That should be your your um your like how you close your episodes. Just oh, that, that can be everyone... like my Mark Marin's Boomer Lives. <laughs> like I, yeah. I pooped on a I pooped on a rock. <laughs> or encourage other people. You know, have a good week. Go poop on a rock. <laughs>